I think what we need to do is to be negotiating that settlement with the European Union and then put to the British people the Europe of the future and not the Europe of the past and give them that opportunity of to say whether to be in or out. Welcome to episode 14 oh. of the Gristle Digest. Oh, it's a great episode. The weekly podcast that would never exaggerate on it. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, oh. Welcome to episode 14 of the Gristle Digest, the weekly podcast that would never exaggerate on its CV. Particularly, it says it's so busy winning Oscars and flying to the moon like Tory leadership candidate, former what? Tory leadership candidate... Andrea Ledsom. Today is the 12th of July, I'm saying, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? It is going well. Yeah, zero, literally zero complaints in uh, in Mossy Town. Yeah, it's good. Good to hear. We're, uh-huh. we're actually uh, we're actually broadcasting a couple of days late. Yeah. Uh, so um, that would probably explain that joke regarding <laughs> <laughs> Ledsom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, today is actually the 12th of July. Uh, top stories this week. Ooh. She's PM. Theresa May is the new PM, and she will be in charge of all ministering all for right. the time being. Uh, Britain has elected its second female PM. Would be a lovely line to open this piece with, but I can't because Britain has been given its second female <laughs> PM after the Tory leadership contest degenerated from a two-horse slugfest to a one-woman victory dance as Ooh. Theresa May became default Prime Minister following Andrea Leadsom's withdrawal from the leadership race. Mm. News of Britain's latest unelected uh, PM was met with a warm reception by the markets as the pound rallied, indicating quite how disdainfully democracy is looked upon by finance. (laughs) And in Whitehall, the consensus appeared to be that the country has effectively dodged an Andrea Leadsom-shaped bullet, uh, which could easily have left a very UKIP-infected wound, Mm -hmm. uh, which no one would have wanted to deal with. May, however, did campaign for remain which brings into question the true motives for david cameron's resignation given that he purportedly did so as he felt as a remainer unable to lead britain out of the eu how therefore is may any more suited to the task the answer is she isn't but it doesn't matter anyway as it's all going to be a ridiculous fudge that no one will understand and no one will be held accountable for um next story uh this is a little bit old now, actually. This is from Friday. But uh, go away. I'm not letting you in. You're nothing but a poopy face. Corbynites show maturity by blocking rebel MP advisors' access to Parliament. Labour, Labour, Labour. Oh, Labour. <laughs> oh, Labour, Labour, Labour. What will you do next, you silly little pup, making a mess of things again? What are we going to do with you, Labour? Um, now the candidates in the Tory leadership ca- contest may present themselves like a smorgish board of turd-filled volavons, but at least they have them. And they've already had one vote to eliminate the man whose heart is made of cheese. Now, again, this is a little bit old, so they've done more than that, the Tories. They've actually settled on a prime minister. The Labour Party, on the other hand, continues to bash itself like a drunken fly hitting a lamp by engaging in perhaps the pettiest of intra-party squabbling that Westminster (laughs) has seen in years. On Friday, a string of advisers who worked for MPs formerly in the Shadow Cabinet had their security passes blocked and were able to enter the House of Commons following orders given from Corbynites at HQ. Mm. The House of Commons Sergeant of Arms has apparently sent an email from a Corbyn advisor informing that the party workers were no longer no longer members of the Labour Party. 
uh, and therefore shouldn't be granted access. Um, the tactics were immediately branded petty and ridiculous, with one rebel MP vowing to express his anger personally at Corbyn by writing him a letter <laughs> and farting in his face. Uh, today, however, and this uh, would be Sunday, <laughs> on Sunday, however, uh, one unlucky bastard did emerge from the coalface of the Labour ranks to finally mount a challenge to Jeremy Corbyn Angela Eagle, who recently resigned as Shadow mm. Business Secretary, announced that she would be standing against Corbyn. Eagle denied rumours that she was forced into standing as fellow MP Tom Watson threatened to strip naked for her if she didn't. <laughs> and uh, final story this week. Um, again, this is really last week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> travel advice now. Um, if you're going to America, tell your credit card provider, check your phone coverage, and try not to be black because some policeman could just come and shoot your ass. Uh, America is reeling from yet another killing of an innocent black man at the hands of a tight-shirted white police officer. This time, the death of the man was streamed live on Facebook as the victim's girlfriend broadcasted almost the entire incident from her phone. She is heard explaining that her boyfriend had reached into his pocket to find his ID when the policeman shot him four times, all the while their daughter was sitting in the back seat. Mm. The killing shocked America and prompted Bre- President Barack Obama to immediately issue a statement denouncing the pervasive racism of the p- of police in America. Anti-violence protests that were subsequently staged resulted in more bloodshed as a retired army reservist in Dallas shot p- five police officers at a protest held in the city. Obama was again called into action, this time denouncing the actions of a cop-killing madman. Uh, America seems more divided by race today than it has done in a number of years, with millions of people, uh, millions of pissed-off people armed to the teeth in houses across the country. Who knows what could happen next? One thing is certain, you can thank your lucky stars, we don't have that many guns in this fucking country. <laughs> and that's uh, the stories this week. So um, start yeah. with the another, big one in this another country. Another slow week, though, isn't it? Another eh? slow week, uh, slow news week, nothing much, just lo- uh, lots of filler. Sleepy, of sleepy filler. world, wake yeah. up. I wish something, anything would happen. Just, just, just you know, excrete, fart yeah, out a little geez. bit of news for us. Um, slow, slow time. New Prime Minister, Paul, Theresa May. Oh, my days. Maisie. She's done Maisie. it. Maisie. Maiso, the mayonnaise. <laughs> Mayonnaise. Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Well, about the whole situation? I uh, think, do you know, it's one of those weird things. <laughs> when, it was, when it was May versus Leadsom, Leadsom's yeah. so awful, you're like, come on, May, come on. Now you've actually got May, it's like, oh, we've got May fuck, now. we've got May. <laughs> Though, yeah, she is a r- May... No. She's a remay. No. May we all just move on from that fact. Yeah. Um may she never invoke article 50. <laughs> 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 I can't uh think of any more. Um, <laughs> uh but no I mean I think like yeah as as a uh, you know given the the selection that you have yeah, which given was, the uh, choice gove or Ledson, then fine she's the best of that bunch she is but, the best tasting um, shit sandwich it's a pretty, it leaves a pretty sort of um you know it's like if you've had three uh you know you go to like a fancy restaurant and they give you one of those kind of you know like a taster menu and you get yeah. like three things on a kind of <laughs> rectangle plate in front of you and one of them it's like all right. It's kind of like a flavor that you're familiar with, and the other two are just so random that they're just crap. Like, <laughs> it's not that good, you know. Like the one that's just kind of cheese and tomato. It's just it's just cheese and tomato. You don't really like it. It's, it's just it's better than fucking, you know, hazelnut and mozzarella and whatever and some other gag. Is what is the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> it is an interesting buffet of, yeah. of political figures they have over at the Conservative Party. Um. 
and yeah, and you look at Theresa May, you know, those horrific uh, go-home immigrant vans. Yeah. Uh, was what, against gay marriage, was pro-bombing Syria. Basically, against she the good it? stuff, pro yeah. the bad stuff. I mean, but I didn't realise she, she was... was a dream. Against, yeah, I didn't realise she was against gay marriage, actually. I, th- I knew yeah. Ledson was. Led- I think Ledson was against... Uh, marriage that it doesn't involve two white people yeah well you know you you can see yeah yeah, no those were her views and those are the views that jesus gave her so (laughs) So, uh, far be it from me to argue no um but i mean she does uh may this is does have a slightly um patchy record uh, in office i mean she has to her credit held you know an office of state for a a considerable amount of time six years Uh, is apparently and apparently in, in that particular role yeah, is a is a dream. So, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, it's a long time to stay there. Yeah. It is the kind of graveyard of yeah. most ministers because it's just the most difficult office of state to it have, like is. the Home Office, because it's dealing with you know all the disgusting things that no one wants to touch, mm. crime and you know immigration and all the rest yeah. of it. Even though nowadays I think its remit is actually quite a lot smaller than it would have been in the nineties because of uh, the, the Department of Ministry of Justice, or whatever it is mm. now. But she did like preside over like the big passport fuck up in yep. 2014 yeah uh, where loads of people sort of missed their holidays because uh, passports weren't being issued and in 2011 um there was a border crisis uh when border checks were axed um in a situation i can't exactly recall the details of that now but i remember that being quite a mm. quite a debacle quite a furore. exactly so she's our new prime minister right um and it just shows you what a, what a somber place the world is. Because even when you get an elected, like a, a sort of democratic result, like in the referendum, mm. it leaves you feeling a bit shitty. And yeah. even when you get given something which is completely not democratic at all, mm-hmm. it leaves you feeling a bit shitty. It so, does. Uh, a lot of shitty going around. A lot of shitty going around. Um, next story. If we look at yeah, so it's the sort of pettiness oh, of what's going on in the Labour Party. It's just a ridiculous farce, isn't it? Things have moved on a bit, I suppose, yeah. since then. Uh, well, yeah, well, just literally breaking, I suppose, is mm. the NEC have now decided that Corbyn will <laughs> be uh, will be on the ballot. And then I've just literally uh, read reports that the Labour Party themselves may seek legal advice over this and take it to a high court to oppose. The I mean, it's Jesus ridiculous. Jesus Christ, pick a fucking leader. Do something. It, it's it's kind of embarrassing now. It's, it's like Labour's only job is to pick a leader. Yeah, like yeah. That, that's all they're doing is is well, we want it's, this leader. Um, it's just silly. It's Ugh. just silly now. They should just. I mean, they obviously feel that if they have Corbyn on the ballot paper, he's guaranteed to win. Yeah, because he's going to be able to marshal mm. that many votes. And and to be honest with you, if that's the case, then then I don't know that that they've got to think about what they're they got to think about. You know what sort of party they are. Then yeah, they might exactly. just get obliterated in the next election. That might just have to be what it is. Yeah, and those Labour Party MPs that don't want to stand under that banner should find a new one mm-hmm. I don't know maybe that's what should happen I mean if if, if yeah you know, if, if, if they if can't it's face a house, up to it a truly you know a house that divided it mm. can't possibly can't possibly stand can it and they can't so, just sort of like sh- sort of shoehorn the kind of result they want like, yeah yeah we kind of listened to everyone but we ended up with uh, Eagle you know, the thing well, the, what I really don't get about the PLP though is they go for Angela Eagle Mm. Like zero charisma, zero personality, really not very well known outside no. of people who uh, no. who frequently watch the daily politics. This is true. You know, so what? Surely someone just pick someone pretty young, pretty cool, get that yeah. millennial vote. You know, in in a way, they've gone for their own, yeah, slightly lesser known Theresa May. <laughs> they have. 
um which shows where where that you know where <laughs> i mean that you know I, th- I think in in some respects it's nice that both parties i suppose are making a bid for the center ground because yeah. no one is occupying the center at the moment it mm. seems uh and you know you've got this far right party and a far left party yeah but um but it's just a shame that they're both you know without being too harsh just so fucking boring yeah right? it's a bit of a shame um but yeah so the labor party have their own struggles uh, <laughs> is the <laughs> just the way they like it they're just the way they like it mm. um final story paul uh oh, what man. is going on in america Jesus. so this is last week now, yeah but uh what a what a disgrace oh it's uh, the i mean i watched i you know i watched both the, the videos of uh, uh alton sterling and i forget the other chap's name my apologies mm. and just like generally heartbreaking and evil and very very scary like i i would not feel comfortable having watched that you know if you're a, if a black man or a black person in america how could you feel comfortable anywhere because no, these are two guys no. literally just 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 existing not not yeah. doing anything naughty just going about their and, business and, and need for to me put it's down. just like, you know it's oh. just what the situation that that police officer i'm referring now to i can't I, again i forget the guy's name yeah, but the, the one that was something is, that the is, is this yeah. the one that was broadcast basically yeah, yeah. on facebook i mean that one is you just think, what on earth, what kind of situation is the officer trying to mitigate there? Because, or mitigate against? Because when when the sort of camera pans out, if you like, there's yeah. actually loads of other police there yeah. as well. Like he's not the only officer there. Yeah. There's like a handful of others. So in his and first of all, the, the the bloke in the car told him he's like, look, I'm a licensed gun carrier. I'm going to get my ID or whatever. And it's like, it if someone is liable is going to shoot a cop or whatever, is it the guy that tells you he's got a gun? Is it the yeah. guy that tells you he's got a license for it and tells you I'm going to get that license? No, yeah. it's probably the guy that says I haven't got a gun. Yeah, and it's so number so, one, it's probably not the guy who's got his five-year-old daughter in the daughter back. Daughter in the back and, and, is and with his, girlfriend. his girlfriend. And and also and and what does the even if the guy does pull his gun out, what does the cop think is going to happen? Yeah. That this guy shoots him and then just like get, generally goes Bruce Willis on everyone's ass and just shoots all the other cops as well. Just like fuck this shit, I'm driving to Mexico. You know what I mean? Just like hurtles out of there. Like that's ever. Go- when is that going to happen? It's, it's like where oh, it's insane. You know, and the, it's and also madness. they shot the guy five times. Yeah, five fucking times. Where's he going? Even if even if you know you think right, but this guy's a, a threat to me. He's got a gun. He could shoot me. He could shoot my officers. Even if they take him, that's two officers dead. Right, so why you still don't need to shoot him five fucking times? Even if even five if times. you're petrified, you don't need it's to do just that. It is unbelievable. You know, but there's clearly more than just oh, that's a police officer in who thinks he's in danger. That is no. systematic no. fucking hatred. Yeah. Like you just have to say it. If that was a white dude in the car, that yeah. fucking shit wouldn't have. It just wouldn't, wouldn't happen. have happened. Wouldn't happen. It wouldn't have happened. Period. Like it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't happen. Just... And you, you know why it wouldn't happen? Because it doesn't fucking happen. Right. That's no. that's how you know it wouldn't happen because it's not fucking happening. Yeah. Because right. it doesn't happen. And loads of people, you know, everyone in America carries a gun, regardless yeah. of what race they bloody are. And it's like, goodness sake. But I mean, it's just yeah. The, the I think this this incident. Mm-hmm. Um, appears to be hopefully the sca- the cam- uh, the straw that's that's broke you know broken the camel's yeah. back in some respects because i think even people you know who are maybe skeptical i don't know how they could have been but if they skeptical before yeah, this there people are there are people you know like it's very similar to this country particularly areas where there are no ethnic minorities or you know no no, yeah, no colored neighbors yeah. 
you know, they just fucking think the worst. You know, they're you know, look at the look at our fucking Brexit results. It was wherever. But also, I think there's, 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 people like our oh, immigrants. Right. Yeah, and there's also the perception amongst that community, bizarrely, even though they're so prejudiced against mm. other people. There, there, there's also the complete the, the perception that you know institutions like the police are not racist. And yeah. it's just sort of yeah, they're ridiculous. Like the, I mean, they're the police. Come on, you know, they're the police. Not, they reflect yeah. the bloody you know what I mean. People from whom the, the, the you know they their members have been drawn, and mm. in this case, it you know certainly in America, and yeah, I, I, I just think that what what's I, I never hear, and, and again, I'm not. Um, not again, but I, I'm not a, a sort of I don't research American legal rulings and all of that sort of stuff, and particularly in criminal things. But mm. um, I, I, you know, I've never I don't hear about all these cops getting done for shooting people. Well, they, they don't. They're they're almost always acquitted. They're always. I mean, uh, what the put hell? On, put on leave and acquitted. I mean, in in England, they'd they'd be basically be retired early. You yeah. know, they get retired at sort of mm. like thirty eight on full pension for the rest of their life. That is not a punishment. That no. is a extended holiday for the rest of your life that's essentially what what these all of these guys are doing if you look at all of the big you know the the, the famous ones over the years if you look at rodney king mm-hmm. all of those guys are acquitted if you look at uh, amadou diallo you know shot 32 times reaching for his wallet by by police the guys were acquitted so i mean if you're acquitted what happens do you just go back to being yeah. a policeman well I, I think typically they probably leave the force but still but they probably not, have not like private prison, security yeah, or exactly. something like that i mean to me it seems like there's almost their, an incentive record. yeah I just think there's almost an incentive now to go out and shoot people like this, you know, in America, because you can end up with a better situation than being a bloody policeman. Well, he wants to be a policeman for the rest of their life. Why don't you go shoot someone, yeah. get a sweetheart deal, and see you later? It's just mm. ridiculous. It's, like, it's, and yeah. you can really feel the, the, the frustration of, you know, it's such a large population of people in that country. It's, yeah. Man, I, it's, I, I, yeah, it, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that also it seems to have... Um, come over here as well i noticed that there are a number yeah. of protests in in london and sort of manchester and whatnot um yeah good but you know particularly yeah. at this time you know we we undoubtedly have our heightened racial tensions yeah it's good so, to feel a bit of togetherness and what yeah. i saw which i thought was in you know and this might i don't mean this in a patronizing way at all but that on the news footage in america you, I, there were a lot of um like uh, you know black people in america who were coming out and saying you know we feel it feels very divided in this country and it's time to sort of unite and, and, yeah. and sort of unify and i thought that was really just so like amazing that people who have been maligned by this sort of stuff mm-hmm. are willing to come up and and, and say that you yeah. know and i think that's that's exactly the kind of spirit that's what's needed uh, that's needed yeah it really is on this day in history paul uh what? last week yep. uh First off was the 3rd of July. It was. And you may remember the theme was uh, the British return of stolen goods, um, of which ah, there are many. I do remember, I do remember. Um, <laughs> and the, the three options... gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the three options were, as you correctly recall, fact number one, in 1996, the British government officially returned the Stone of Scone. The Stone of original Scone. home in Scotland. Fact number two, in 1999, the British government officially returned the Jewel of Buell back to its original <laughs> home in wales and it's so annoying when i read that back and it's the same the first time i read it i can't remember what a welsh accent's like and then by the time it gets to me reading the next line i remember what a welsh (laughs) accent's like but but that was fact number two fact number three in 2002 the british government officially returned the pearl of the pearl of earl the pearl of earl (laughs) back to its original home in ireland it's the pearl of earl pearl of fucking earl um the jewel of buell there you go (laughs) there it is (laughs) 
Uh, and you went for Stone of Scone, and it is the Stone of Scone. One, the Monarch of the Glen has never, yeah. has never let me down. Not, not it once. Was, it was the Stone of Scone. It was taken uh, ages ago. It's actually the coronation stone. So it's the stone that was used in the coronation. No way. Uh, of Queen Elizabeth the two. Queen Elizabeth two. The um, yeah. Queen Elizabeth 2.0 The queen that was named after a famous boat She was, <laughs> wasn't she? Interesting, uh, Interesting. So mm. Pretty important mm. stone uh, So that was the stone of going. This week's facts, they're actually Ooh. related to the 10th of July, Paul I don't oh, apologize. That's alright, I'm ready is, for it Which uh, is the day we were meant to record uh, so, <laughs> uh, And the theme of, of this week's facts is Murderously freakish weather Ah, oh, yes Nailed so it your, um, your specialist subject It basically is, yeah Probably yeah. too easy um, Probably going to be a bit easy for you Fact number one in 1899, lightning struck a lake near Kenosha, Wisconsin, and killed five people that were sitting in a boat at the time. Fact number two. Mm-hmm. In 1924, two-pound-sized hailstones fell in the town of Rostov in Russia and killed 23 people working in the fields and a number of heads of cattle. Shit. And lastly, fact number three. In 1933, 95-mile-an-hour gusts of wind tore through the city of Birmingham, killing two people, both of whom were blown through shop windows. Wowzers. So that's lightning striking lakes in Wisconsin, two-pound-sized hailstones in Rostov, Russia, or 95-mile-an-hour gusts of wind in Birmingham. Wowzers. Well, um... I'm going to exclude lightning. Um, I'd, I'd heard this happen to another guy, and I also know that lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place. So it doesn't. It can't possibly be that. Um, Two-pound-size hailstones in 1920s Russia. Well, they didn't have two-pound coins in <laughs> the 1920s. So I don't think they would have made that comparison. I was actually referring to pound... Oh, wait! The wait, weight. Really? Yes. No, no, that that's insane. That's insane. No, no way. No way. No, no I'm, I'm calling BS, man. I'm calling B, totes BS. B to the, B to the, B to the is S. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I tell you what, though, I was as as a matter of fact in Birmingham today. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I took a took a trip to England's second city. Hey. And it was pretty bloody windy. Um, so I'm going to go with that one. Birmingham wins. Yeah. Four Birmingham, Birmingham wins. wins. And the 30s were notoriously drafty. It was nice. so windy in the 30s. Yeah, very windy. Uh, in the we'll 30s. find out if you're right next week. All right. The Moss Report. This week's uh, Moss Report is brought to you in conjunction with the Jesus Christ Church for Motherhood. <laughs> prosperity and the cure for gay and it is a celebration of one of the hottest shortest political careers uh, in living memory of course i'm talking about professor andrea ledsom <laughs> mp phd obe yeah. and going. mum keep going uh, <laughs> um letters Now, since the decision was made to leave the European Union on June 23rd, we've seen a series of events come to pass. And now the majority of these, the uh, the legitimisation of racism, the economic turmoil, the political turmoil, all of the the turmoils, they were all predicted by the experts of the day. However, 
One ramification that the so-called experts failed to predict was the tear in the fabric of political space-time. Shit's gone crazy. I mean, at first things moved quickly. The PM resigned and Labour went to war with itself. (laughs) And things went even faster. Gove knifed Boris in the face, the Tory leadership kicked off, and a million, billion, trillion other things have happened. In fact, probably by the time this actually goes out, 50 other things would have happened, and no one will even remember who Andrea Leadsom is. Um, Very possible. But things... It's very possible. But things are moving so fast. In just 12 days, in the last 12 days, we've seen an entire political career play out in a blue blur of lies, religious extremism, lies, xenophobia, lies, parental elitism, lies, and dare I say it, a touch of the old sexiness from Ledson. Yeah, I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there. Stop it. In just a, a few days... Andrea Leadsom, you know, she managed to win the hearts and the minds of <laughs> some of the biggest shit sacks in the country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, old Nigel Farage, big Nick Griffin, oh, yeah. Katie Hoppers, mm. and even the uh, colossal mega twats of Britain First were all sporting, throbbing political chubbies mm, for Miss mm, Leadsom. Mm. And they were giving her the full backing to become the next Prime Minister. Oh, but yeah. then, then this week on, on Monday at around... 11am, the uh, the Leadsome locomotive fell off the tracks. And in order to celebrate the the mighty, mighty life of Andrea Leadsome, we have thankfully been granted a gristle-sclusive mm. look at her memoirs. Boom. And uh, these these aren't due out in the, the shops till Christmas, so this is a big, big exclusive for us. And what I Pretty would nice. like to do... Um, Let's just take a take a moment to share some of these special moments from Andrea Ledsom's uh, memoirs with you all. Um, we'll start with a sort of an early entry, July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. Neil was panicked. We'd landed safely on the moon, but the thought of having to address the world has him rocked. Buzz was no better. He was smitten with me and couldn't focus. What Apollo eleven needed was a leader. The one small step man just came to me. And the rest is history. Oh, oh Ledders. Ledsom. She is, uh, she's led a life. Another, just flicking through, looking for some choice entries here. Uh, it's a good one here. October 29th, 1974. He'd made it to the seventh round, but Ali was flagging. He'd been ducking George's best shots for what felt like a lifetime. Somehow, Ali made it to the bell and came despondently to the corner. He looked at me and he said, Andrea, this sucker's got me beat. Right away, I knew he needed a woman who could lead and had managed mm-hmm. budgets before. Punch him on the ruddy nose, Ali, I bellowed. <laughs> and the rest is history. That's true. Oh, true. letters, letters. Uh, another good one here. This is uh, November 9th, 1989. 1809. <laughs> the streets of Berlin were bitterly cold, but not as cold as the hearts of the poor bloody Fritz who walked the streets. 38 years of division in Germany was enough as a mother and a leader but most importantly as a mother I knew I needed to do something compelled by the will of Christ I did a karate chop and down came the Berlin Wall Germany was unified I told the Hoff to go and belt out a couple of numbers (laughs) you can't be right all the time and the rest is history oh my letters letters she was there letters she you know slapping the Hoff on the bum she really has she really has led led led. there's one more I'm just gonna, just gonna just flicking through just gonna share one more 
uh, with you guys. This is from okay. This is from June eleventh, nineteen ninety nine. Could this all be real, or was this just another program? Just forty eight hours before, I was a loner computer man, but then I met Morpheus, and he'd given me the choice. I'd opted for the red pill, and now I knew that not only was all of the world an elaborate virtual reality program, but that I was the saviour of all mankind. Which wasn't that surprising, because I am a mum with budgetary experience True. who's managed large groups of people True. as a mum, and a leader, True. and a Christian soldier, and a mum, and a mum, and a fucking mum, not like True. that barren mess may, it, it kind of just trails off into expletives yeah. there, but... In some of the, with the some of the some of the highlights there from wow. the the life of Andrea Ledson, yeah. and I think it's fair to say that she's certainly <laughs> led some. She's led some life. <laughs> Bloody hell, she's led a life. She's Apparently, a life. both she's pretty uh, modest about it. I mean, she's she's you know, I don't think she's spoken too much about <laughs> you know the role she had in the coronation of Queen Victoria, for example. She, she you know what she did? I didn't. Um, you know, I started like towards the end of the exactly. Book. I um, seem to recall that she was a pre-Raphaelite. An abolitionist, a requisitionist, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and a republican. So, yeah, and she uh, she invented invented Velcro. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, so she's pretty yeah. modest, really. Um, but yeah, what, what what's going to happen to her now? Who knows? Do you know what she's probably you know, you know, probably going to go back into the music scene, get another platinum record. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why, why not? not? Why not? I hear she's going out with Justin Bieber anyway. So, yeah. You know, why don't she you just, why don't you just fuck off back to Mars, Ledsom? You know what I mean? You got a house there, so. You dick. Let's take it to the man on the street. What do you think of the way Jeremy Corbyn has been treated by the Parliamentary Labour Party? Uh, well, actually, I think that these warmongering jekylls have finally shown their true colours at last. The Labour Party is unrecognisable from the one I have loved and supported for the last 10 months. <laughs> I better to slam y'all. It's time to slam it. I'm gonna slam this down. So, four headlines, one slam, slamming each other. We're gonna do. We're gonna go back to the way we did yeah. the first time. Keep it, keep it simple. Keep it street, yeah. None of this that street fancy slam, yeah? kind of whose line is it anyway approach that we did last week. Don't even, bells don't and whistles. Don't even need them, yeah. Nah, bruv. It's not even. It's not even a slam. Then you get me. How's, how's it even, even a proper slam? You're slamming you for it. Exactly. Man, ain't slam. Um, Wonderful. You won. I won you did, last week. You did I? You beat me with. Uh, you played your trump card of a paedophile clown. I played my trump card. Paedophile banker in the clown. Shape of a trump card. Damn yeah. him. Um, and that 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 took me to yeah, victory, a sort of weird victory. But um, we'll see how we get on this week. Uh, shall I give you one first Do off, it. Paul? Um, I shall. Okay, your first one. There is more to war poetry than mud, wire, and slaughter. There's also tits and sometimes bush. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I started laughing. Before you, said <laughs> you knew it was coming. That's the cusp of bush. That's how funny it was. <laughs> Di- right. What you get? Dive bombing seagulls terrorise bird expert. <laughs> expert later arrested for shooting seven seagulls. <laughs> That's a bit of shit. I don't really count that as well. That's I'm giving it. I'm giving so it. That was it. Yeah. You're going to give it. All right. All right. It's generous. <laughs> All right. Your Let's next one. Uh, <laughs> Russia and China to become supreme world leaders after Brexit destroys EU. <laughs> America gives Britain dead arm. 
<laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake, Britain. Nice. Yeah. Just take it easy, bruvs. <laughs> um, yeah, what you got, Dal? Celebrity paranormal investigator dies in tragic circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine headline here, it is. Um, uh, investigator regrets trip to Michael Barron's house. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a vibe from the <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of that's a bit dark actually. <laughs> um, your next one is um, MP diagnosed with Lyme's Lyme's disease. Again, real headline: <laughs> MP diagnosed with Lyme's disease after chance encounter with constituent. <laughs> uh, newspaper headline adds M mistakenly to the word lies. <laughs> Take that satire. Oh, satire, oh. So what? What? Got. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah. Pokemon Go leads gamers into sex shop. <laughs> <laughs> Claims Michael Gove when caught inside the sex shop. Pokemon Gove. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Gove. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Um, your last slam is uh, Speeding Duke banned from driving. <laughs> Queen pissed off with husband. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Last one. Genuine headline. Teen bursts into hysterics when she spots cloud that looks exactly like penis. (laughs) (laughs) But then who doesn't? Agrees her Archbishop. Um, So I think scores after that round, Paul, I think it's probably quite even on 1.2 million points to you and 40 points to me. So... I think it's going to be a win. One. I'll week. take it. I'll take it. So we're one well, all. Chalked it up. Um, so that's our bit of slam. I've got another little mini right, feature for you, Paul. In the sort of spirit of warring. Oh, war. um, I don't know why I've, it's nothing to do with war, really. <laughs> but, um, control F wars. Yeah. You know what it's like when you want to find a word on a page <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you press control oh, don't F. Don't get me started, man. <laughs> Damn it. Well, it's also, in my mind, a measure of, um, you know, what the content is like if uh, certain things turn up more often than others. So um, I decided to have a look at major newspapers and compare the frequency of certain words. Uh, Just a few. Uh, So the first one I looked at was the word EU. Uh, And uh, in The Guardian, on The Guardian front page, so this was on Mm -hmm. Sunday, um, it turned up 13 times. That's quite a lot, actually. On the BBC, it was four times, and on the Daily Telegraph, it was two, um, and on the Daily Mail, it was twenty-three wow. times. So uh, probably no surprises there. Uh, the word "immigrant" <laughs> was the next one I looked at, <laughs> and on the front page of the Guardian on Sunday, it was zero right. times actually, and uh, on the Telegraph, mm-hmm. it was also zero mm-hmm. times, and on the BBC, no. it was also. I'm Zero guessing they're times. still calculating the express. Is this? And and I didn't look at the express, but the Daily Mail it was three oh, times, wow. which just doesn't sound that bad. But they did sneak in five migrants, <laughs> oh, which is a bit cheeky. That is. That's really a. And also the word ISIS was used ten <laughs> times, <laughs> and it wasn't used at all on any Shit of the other. Is that just the front page? <laughs> just the, just the front page of the website. Ten times on ISIS. So the front page of the website. Yeah. Sorry, not the um, newspaper. Jesus. And the last one, the last word I looked up was um, sex. <laughs> and uh, on, the, on the Guardian, it turned up yeah. twice. 
uh, on the Daily Telegraph. It was once, uh, and that was admittedly before it turned up in the word Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> which is quite racy it's a little bit racy if you've ever been to Sussex you'll probably agree um, <laughs> on the BBC unsurprisingly it was zero times um, and on the Daily Mail oh wow <laughs> it was 23 times my god again so the same as the EU and the Daily Mail also scored one uh, for a control F on the word anus <laughs> um, so it had all, all bases covered that's good because so there, uh, there was actually a cover story control on F it. was EU anus yeah. sex Migrant EU anus sex. Uh. Migrant EU anus having sex <laughs> in the Daily Mail is what they're talking about. So that's uh, a rundown of the newspapers this week. With that is a good left. barometer of, of where our, our I think media is. is. I think it is. In the gutter. Um, <laughs> and final kind of mini feature uh, for your delectation mm. is ridiculous sex tip Ooh. of the week. Now... Um, this is a new feature where I hit you with a genuinely ridiculous sex tip drawn from the annals of egotistical magazines across nice. the world. Because um, I, you know, you see they, they crop up and they are just mm-hmm. ridiculous. And um, this week's tip is from an edition of Cosmopolitan, I think in the yep. US. And it I'm reads, give him a beer facial. The combination of egg white and the yeast and the hops hydrates and improves skin elasticity. But you can just tell him your lips can't resist his beer flavored face. Wow. So that's Cosmopolitan. That's what Cosmopolitan's telling you to do wow, that's, when you that's have so sex. That's so close to what real relationships are actually like as well. So Yeah. 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 That's why I, I yeah. like it. And that, that was that was kind <laughs> of vanilla from the options. So I'll give you some more um, of those as the weeks nice. don't go on. If you, if Educating you want y'all. All right. Grizzlers. Exactly. Put that, put that one Grizzlers. <laughs> and that And that brings brings this oh. show to a close, Paul. Unless you've got anything further um, to add. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be it. Any other business? Um, no. Any other business? Okay. Any other business? No, um, Thank you for listening. Please yeah. uh, follow us yeah, on man. Twitter. Uh, we try and be quite active on Twitter with men's and God knows what. Uh, so that's follow us at the Crystal uh, at Crystal Digest rather. Uh, SoundCloud.com the hyphen Crystal hyphen Digest. Mm-hmm. Catch us on I'm YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the show. Catch you next week. Set out.